Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Hi, I'm Sophie Harmon. And I'm Frederick Ferrier. And this is Friends, Friends with, with Benefits. benefits. <laughs> That was perfect. No, I don't want to be eternalized you, like that. You sound so sexy when you talk like right. that. You know that. Ah, <laughs> oh, Sophie, I'm excited about this episode. Me too, Freddie Mouse. You know why? Why? Because this is the first, well, second after, you know, this, the first singer, <laughs> our first singer guest we've had on the podcast. And a real life mermaid by the looks of it. And Hello. So, yeah, so I'm going to give you a little backstory about how I first heard about uh, our next guest. Yes. So there's a producer, a friend of mine called Rhymes, who's like an amazingly talented producer. And I saw on his story, he put a clip up of him filming in the car mm-hmm. of this song on the radio. And I actually, so this clip was maybe six seconds. Mm-hmm. And in this six second clip, I got goosebumps listening to this song. So this Thank is, God it was goosebumps. This I was going to say, I, I got a semi listening to it. <laughs> so, so anyway, so I got, so to get goosebumps from a song that's been filmed from a phone on the radio, that's how good this girl's voice is. And I'm going to be honest, I, when it comes to, I, I prefer, I find male voices a little bit more interesting singing wise. You said that depth. before to me, I find that highly offensive. What highly the sexist. fucking get out. Celine Dion is going on? Like seriously. Celine Dion, see, I just, I'm not really moved by her voice. Clearly you don't have, you haven't listened. Like just like with every good song that I then show you, you then, <laughs> you then taste. copy. It's No, it's no, no. Taste. You just have no idea, you poor, you poor little <laughs> you boy. Poor, sick you poor, sick thing. <laughs> What's wrong with your ears? <laughs> no, um, so anyway, anyway, so I, this girl's voice is incredible. It's unique because I feel like, I don't know, a lot of female voices, they kind of sound similar, but this girl's voice is, it's, it's just, it has its own like sonic identity. It's Oof. fantastic. So. Sonic identity. I like that. Where did that come from? <sighs> Boom. That's the name of this. Is, we got sonic the Sonic identity. <laughs> What's I your feel like sonic identity? That could be our group name. Sonic identity. I love it. Sonic misidentity, maybe. <laughs> sonic identity crisis. Would be. <laughs> so anyway, so okay, um, our guest is just sitting there. And she's like, when do I start talking? <laughs> so we shall now introduce... Antigone. Hello. Antigone Buxton. I know, there's the English surname in there. So Antigone is your real name. Antigone is my real name. You have to say Antigone. 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 Thank you for that intro. I'm very flattered. It's true. It's 100%. Like, your voice is is unique. Like, I feel like as soon as you hear it, you're like, and that's what it's about, is being a singer. You want to 
have your song on the radio and be like, okay, I know exactly who that is, Thank right? Thank you so much. Thank you. I appreciate that. You have a beautiful voice yourself. Thank you very much. But hold on a minute. The the female voice thing. Yeah, right. I Amy mean, Winehouse. Amazing. Billie Holiday. Amazing. Amy Winehouse is my favourite singers of all time. Like, my okay. top five albums of all <laughs> time is Frank. Okay. Frank, I think, yeah. like, yeah, he's, he's, he's incredible. But her voice, again, it's it's very... Unique. It's very, so you like exactly. unique voices. Exactly. That's okay. That's okay, okay. Yeah. So not like... She's <laughs> not like Herman over here. Excuse me. <laughs> Get her drunk we've enough. Done, we've done... Are a, you good on the karaoke when you're drinking? Is that the vibe? We literally had to do a thing, which I actually weirdly came up with by myself. Okay. I wanted to have my stage moment with Freddie Mouse. That's absolutely And fine. we then... I then mimed. I want I wanted to I mime. Think I've seen this. Oh god! Did I see this? I think you might. Yes, I saw this. Yeah, this is. I had to moment. mime Fever. Yeah. <laughs> I actually wanted to mime Teenage Dirtbag, and then because of copyright reasons, they right. didn't let us. And was like, so Fever's I feel like Fever's a bit more you, anyway. It's a bit more like sexy. I and really str- no, 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 no. Teenage Dirtbag. I'm just the millennial dirtbag. <laughs> <laughs> You can't do that. That's, you know, it doesn't work. When I got here, Sophie said she was wearing a belly top in honour of me and that made me really happy. And now I feel like I've let down the team. No, you're wearing a catsuit. You're levelling this whole thing up. I love it. There's nothing sexier than a catsuit unless you're by yourself sitting on the bath. In In the bathroom, yeah, Yeah, absolutely. Because then it's just like the whole thing. You're basically naked. You have to get naked to go to the loo. It's literally a joke. Oh, oh, shit. Because you have to undo the whole thing. It's It's a whole thing. Yeah, and you're going skiing next week yeah, right oh god that's yeah. ho- even worse like if you're wearing a jumpsuit at skiing <laughs> you're sitting in the in the room like oh my god this is freezing it's fucking awful <laughs> it's honestly it's either that or getting you're like Lady Tash wax in front of everyone oh and Harvey Nichols like I don't know which one is more embarrassing but like, yeah, in <laughs> Harvey, is that in the public area, in the public area. <laughs> on the gynecologist chair I, I used that? to do that back in the days and then you get these like two nostril thingies in as oh well oh my god and then you have to just like I don't remember my ex <laughs> I called yourself yeah, man. Who's that? Hi. Just getting my tash wax. I'll, I'll photo afterwards. Uh, just I'm part me... of the laser gang now, yeah. so the waxing is face. over. Yeah. Well, to be honest, okay, this is actually a story. I never really like had a tash. No, I mean, I, I don't have a tash. Just to clarify, just to clarify, I do not have I a I never had tash. I don't know, but no, you know, but you, like know you get little... like a little blonde ones and whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But then I, when I went for laser, <laughs> yeah. it was like a package deal when it was included. So I was like, oh, I might as well do it. And it was just like the worst thing to do because it actually made it a thing. But now it's gone. In the face. Well, yeah. no, I didn't. <laughs> like, yeah. What if, what, if it, what if having a beard becomes very fashionable in 20 years? Then you'd Do you be know screwed. what? I'll be okay. Yeah. Like, that's what, they, that's what like, someone said to me about everywhere. They're like, what if it becomes in fashion? No, no, I'm exactly. like, I don't care. Yeah. Oh, God, that it's reminds me my... of the time when I still lived in Milan and I went to this female gyno and she's like, oh, Amore, but why did you, you shaved everything up? And I'm like, <laughs> Yes, obviously. Uh, Like, I am not an animal. Amore, che schifo. (laughs) Ma che pazza, amore, ma per i suoi capelli. (laughs) Dove capelli? Dove Black Forest, you know? (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, my head just went a few steps ahead. (laughs) Wow. Now we know what you're into. Anyway, because she was like, what? No, you need it for protection. Protection? Protection from what? (laughs) Protection from you. I 
want to be attacked. <laughs> no, no, but um, that was uh, yeah, quite eye-opening. And yeah. uh, I I do not give a shit, and mm. I like to wear schmancy underwear where it just does not go right? with a beaver. You don't need to worry about being in a bikini and having any of that. Yeah. No, but with the whole laser shebang, I mean, I've been doing laser. It feels like forever. Yeah. But it does come back. Annoying. I mean, do you know what? A little bit, but it makes. I just such love a the soprano version because I'm a pussy. No, my one doesn't hurt either. Mine doesn't come back. I mean, it's like a little bit, like maybe like once a year I'll go for a top up now. Interesting. But it's life changing. Like Mm. it's life changing. Mm. Ready, Bear? Are we going to get your back on there? Because at last, (laughs) (laughs) at last. I wonder if it if it gets ginger. I don't know if it probably works. not. I think if you the you the pain of your skin and the dark. Well, you tune in to the next worse. episode. No, I'm <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, so okay, right. Uh, Hair we aside, went really private there. Yeah, go straight into the yeah, I would love. No I would really, really love to talk more about your music career and that how it great. started, <laughs> rather than yeah. the laser. Exactly. But yes, we and will get we back to for. that. <laughs> Um, yeah, I'd love to talk about yeah when you started singing because you are amazing Thank and you play you so the guitar much. and you play the piano and you. you can, I saw you, you playing the guitar. It almost got me off, and I love that husky, oh, husky Marlboro <laughs> cowgirl voice. And you probably don't even smoke. Thank you. No, I don't. But I get like all my comments online are like, "This girl sounds like she smokes forty fags a day. Like she and she eats fags. Could barely finish at ten forty fags." I'm like, no. If I did, I'd have no voice left. So yeah. Oh. But no, I've been singing my whole life. It's like it's never been a question of like oh maybe I'll be a singer like I don't remember not being a singer I don't remember not knowing that I would be Born a singer born wonderkind yeah. artist exactly like my mum always tells this story I met this like um, amazing Greek singer when I was a kid and she said to me like oh like what do you want to do when you're older and I replied saying I'm a singer I'm going to be a singer. So it's like, it's always been my thing. I've always written music. Yeah. And then I kind of got into the industry super young as well. I ended up signing a publishing deal when I was like 14 um, and kind of getting on that whole songwriting part. How did that happen? Do you know what? I think I did a show and then there was someone there who was like, my friend works for this. It was through just like, Someone you who knew somebody or whatever. Oh yeah, I was well, doing that's, all that's, sorts shows of shows. Work, as in the publishing yeah. deal when you're that young is, is interesting. To, for someone to yeah. sign you for your songwriting, mm-hmm. I can because then that, at that age, obviously now the industry it just gets younger and younger. They, mm-hmm. Like people are getting signed super young, but for someone to sign you for your songwriting ability, that's really interesting. Yeah, no, I was really like like proud of that, and you know it kind of got me in the in the room with songwriters and like producers. And at that time, obviously, I was like doing weekends and like half terms and bunking the odd day of school to do sessions but like it was just while I was in school and then you know as you probably know like the music industry is like a roller coaster so I ended up signing an independent deal which didn't really work out and then I signed with Island Records um, I signed to the president when I was 19 and then like again the president the president of what the president of Island Records not the president of America yeah you're the button my first campaign Um, but yeah then they're kind of typical industry story the person that signed me left and with with record labels if you don't have your champion in the building you can very easily be left on the shelf like not able to release any music and whatever Mm. thankfully I was like got out of there pretty painlessly and I got the rest of my advance which is how I was able to like self-fund for a while and be like right let me do this independently and in that time and and then it was like lockdown and all of that period and I found like what I felt was my sound which is like a kind of combination of my Greek roots and culture and elements like the bazooki and stuff yeah it's something that like I've always been connected to and then the moment I started bringing that into like my English music I was like oh this is what I'm meant to be doing and and it felt right and then yes I started dropping music from 
from that project last March, the first single being Red Flag, which I think is the one you heard on the radio. Yeah. And yeah, just been just been plugging away ever since, got loads of music, took a little stop off in Mallorca, did Love Island for a week and then that's a whole conversation we'll get into <laughs> later. But um but you know even um so Sam Smith's Unholy, like that sort of sound, even um What's the other song called? The one that sounds like the sort of Squid Game. That like chromatic scale yeah. is be- has become really that Middle in. Eastern kind of thing. David Guetta, I'm, Nicole Scherzinger, they sing, they're using that sort of chromatic. Yeah, Scherzinger. Yeah, yeah. The Pussycat Dolls did it. Timbaland sampled so many mm. of those kind of beats, like so many. Pump It by the Black Eyed Peas is like an old Greek sample. Yeah. I mean, I first heard Unholy because if you go on the comments, you literally even now can see like thousands of comments that are like, oh my God, this sounds like Antigone's yeah. song Hit List. Now, I do not think that Sam Smith robbed me. I don't think he probably knows that's who why, I am. That's why you're here. That's why for I'm here. For confession. I'm, I'm, no. <laughs> Let's get this on the record. <laughs> Sam Smith is a thick... No. <laughs> no, but it is. The melody is very similar to one of my songs. Um, but, you know, for me, I always look at things in a positive way of like... The fact that that song has done so incredibly well and people are connecting with that just tells me that people, there is a real audience ready to hear this kind of sound mm. and ready to like, you know, and I think there's been songs in the past that have done it, but I don't necessarily think there's been an artist that's kind of represented that sound in the way that like Rosalia represented like Andalucci and music and brought that through her thing in the Latin world. And like, I think, yeah, it's exciting because I feel like I really want to share that. Mm. Would you sing in Greek? Definitely. I have like a bunch of songs that have like Greek and English um, I love that and yeah I, have a... I also think Brits need that because sure. um, no one is more arrogant than the Britons yeah uh, the Britons <laughs> that's Britain that's the Britons. English yeah. the English and yeah there is a bit of English arrogance that's why I love it yeah, I mean yeah, yeah. I, I live here because mm-hmm. I'm a huge royalist monarchist and um, big Meghan Markle fan uh, don't even get me started. <laughs> Touchy subject. Right. Yeah. I feel like that's a whole other thing. Yeah, anyway, yeah. no, but um, but what the Brits cannot do is speak any other language right? than English, or yeah. even like remotely understand. It's like, could I have some parla, please? Like you probably had all of that in Mallorca, like Mallorca, Mallorca, like Mallorca. I, I, I can't. Like this is. I feel it's like true. this is this is also great because you get to teach people exactly, and I think that the, the world is kind of ready for that. Like the way that if like the way that Afrobeats is like literally universally yeah. one of the biggest genres of music now and you know people that speak English don't understand a word mm. and you know Spanish music Bad Bunny is the biggest artist in the world mm. like, bigger than Drake everything so I'm like you know there's no reason why you know Greek sure and other languages no, uh, can't German country. band I'm just thinking apparently from Tokyo Hotel that one group a thousand years ago. I don't know. Yeah, I don't Couldn't know. really make it now. No. But you guys don't really give us a chance. The Germans have good yeah. taste in music. So many, so many big artists that we know here break nowadays in break in Germany first. Like I think. Yeah. You, um, Backstreet Boys. There you go. Rag, Rag and Bone Man. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I think really? Capaldi yeah. as well. Yeah. I think. Um, Dua Lipa, I think, might have initially been yeah. signed in Germany After too. After getting so dropped. I that is because I actually have done a German TV show with the the manager's wife of um, Dua Lipa. Right, there you go. <laughs> and she told me, he was, she, he was also Lana, Lana Del Rey's, Del Rey's manager, yeah. Well, he still is. Still is, I think, yeah. Sure. And she actually showed me some of Dua's music. When, when was that? 2015? Yeah, crazy. Like, yeah, there's this young girl and, you know, she's going to be the next big thing. Yeah. She's goals. Yeah. I mean, like, her career and everything she's done and, like... But she nearly got yeah. dropped. and They were about to drop, like, all of these big success stories. Why? 
Because she wasn't, they put some money in and nothing. It didn't happen off. overnight, and it exactly. took. It takes. A, that's the thing, though, is that you need that like journey, and that's why you either get lucky and there is a label that has that money to believe in you and sticks with you till you go, or that's why there's that blessing that now independently TikTok. we have the opportunity. Yeah, TikTok, Love Island platforms, or there you go, like different avenues just to get yeah. your name out there and like the most random things can go. There's, I think, with Rag and Bowman, it was like a car advert mm. or something that the mm. song got synced to, and <clears throat> so you just never know what. Yeah, but it's also. So I think it's very clever of you to to use all of your you know possibilities and you went on on Love Island and I mean that's all the only reason why I've done celebsco dating right. was to obviously benefit from just that your by myself and you do what you're doing, of yeah. course I mean, like you didn't do it for the love of the art. I just wanted to meet <laughs> new friends yeah, exactly. uh, <laughs> I wanted to meet I mean, someone. Don't I get just me wrong. wanted to get to if know how to speak Jordan. I would have been down. Sure. But, like there wasn't. It's there, a beautiful dream, isn't right? it? Charlie Radnich was there. Um, <laughs> listen, I love Charlie so much, but we were just like friends from yeah. the get go. But like, he's one of the funniest people. Ever. So you lasted a week. Sorry, I, I haven't watched it. Yeah, I, listen, I'm I'm not judging you for not watching it. I'm sorry. Um, yeah, I was literally just there for a week, which. At first, I as thought, like God, a star appearance. Or? Yes, let's go with that. I like that. I like as that. the I highlight like, of. I like that as the highlight. <laughs> of, <laughs> like I went and yeah, you know, there's there's a whole story behind it. But yeah, you know, it was only a week. But I think I'm very much. I'm quite spiritual. And me I too. In like the universe and what's meant for you. And mm-hmm. I was like, that was perfect for me. Mm. You know, if especially as the series un- series unfolded and it was apparent that there was nobody that was going to come in that would have been for me. Yes. So actually me going in there and just getting to be myself and feeling like I wasn't, I didn't do anything that I felt like compromised my character or like, and if I was there for longer, I don't know, because it's a really if it would have worked out in the way it did, yeah. Yeah, I might have like you know tried to force something with somebody mm. or anything like, that. like, and I really didn't want to do that. And it's don't like, do that. I did to. that, and that ended like. Right. terribly there you go so yeah like it was but it was fun like and it was just like you know I've always watched the show because it's hilarious and then when they first asked me to go on it I was like no way and then I was like actually what have I got to lose like I, can, I go it's going to be a holiday I'm going to meet some people I'll catch a tan and I feel like I'm you've like, done well though I remember so I think I was speaking <laughs> to your sister who was mass, ma- managing I'm looking your, after my yeah, page exactly. yeah 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 and like your sister's managing your Instagram page. No, when I was when on you were island, in. she was mm. like running my socials. Yeah. And yes, and I was saying like that. I think this is the perfect thing for your voice, as right. to get out. Because yeah. also, the problem is with also the music industry is everyone tries to replicate stuff mm-hmm. in the past, and you're we're all unique in our journey, hundred percent. So like the way that you started with you know the Greek influences, Love Island, yeah. everything is a moment in time. So if you try and replicate someone else's thing, like Journey. I need to do a Rag and Bone Mint, I need to get a car advert, and it just yeah, doesn't, it doesn't work. work. Yeah. So the fact that you did that, and then it's now like I've you know seen like all the opportunities that you're doing now, it's just like it's... made everything kind of explode for you. For sure, and the thing is, I knew that going on Love Island wasn't going to overnight turn me into a pop star, superstar that I'm that I will be. I'm not there yet, but you know, I knew it wouldn't happen overnight. But I thought, you know what? I I'm single. It's like there's no reason why not to perfect go on there. Yeah, perfect it. timing. You know, I would be down to meet somebody if that happened, but there wasn't that. But you know, if I go on there, I can have a good time. It's a once in a lifetime experience, and it will up my platform. And then I I can then take those opportunities and the doors that it opens to just be able to like maximize what I'm doing, and also like financially as well. Like it opens up a lot of doors in terms yeah. of making money. And when you're an independent artist, you're not making money for music. Like no. it's like 
nothing. So I was in a point where I was like, you know what? I'm either going to have to like get a part-time job right now or I can go on Love Island and then that's going to, you know, and now I'm like in a nice position where I have different avenues that I can make money that I'm then able to like put back into music. And Do you think yeah. everyone after they've done Love Island has kind of the same opportunity to milk it? Or, I mean, because you still need kind of a certain sense of business, no? For sure. I think I think everybody who goes on Love Island, especially in the last few seasons, mm. is going on there because it's a career opportunity. And I think anybody who says otherwise is a liar. Yeah. Definitely. Genuinely. Definitely. I don't that doesn't mean that you that people are not going on there to find somebody because that that I don't think you should go on if you're like actually a closed book, because then it defeats the object. But yeah. you know, if you want to meet somebody, that's not the easiest way to meet somebody and then your relationships in the public eye. Like you're going on there because it's an opportunity. And then I think, yeah, it, it's finding like your niche of what you want to do. And I think it takes a lot of like figuring that out. And, you know, so many people have done incredibly well. And all the yeah. people that I was on the series with have like found their lanes and they're doing the thing. And it's really cool to see. And it's, it's not easy overnight. It's like it's a yeah, lot because of, these people, you know, they most of the time they don't really. I mean, you had your sister managing your account yeah. and they don't really have management behind it. So it could be probably quite overwhelming. You know, I think most people had management going into it this year. Have, anyway. yeah. most, people, most people get an eight manager. Yeah, because then they, they have in. like huge like clothing deals straight and things after, straight yeah. after, and that all must be lined up before because that's exactly. not how the fashion industry works. Yeah, the you've got your own brand, right? Yeah, so I have a clothing brand, yeah, mm. it's called Antonia Bronze. And we actually just launched that just before I went on the show. Smart. I kind of expedited, it was happening anyway, but we expedited it because mm. I found out I was going on the show and I was like, I have to walk in wearing one of these bikinis. I don't care if the designs are done, just get it out. Get yeah. it out. Yeah. It was like Yeah, but that's clever. Intense. That's business savvy. Yeah, exactly. And I never wanted to, because music is what I do, I always wanted to work with brands, but I was like, let me come out and try and work with like music brands or, you know, or if I do clothing things, it's like limit. I, I, I was never going to try and come out and do, try and do like the mainstream fashion brands, even though that's amazing and it's incredible for the girls that are doing it. That was never my goal. That's so great for me, though. I like that a lot. Thanks, thanks. So for me, I was like, let me, give this as an opportunity to boost this brand we're launching and I'll have to send you some bits from it we've just launched yes, some please. new dresses um, but yeah and it's all made in London they're sustainably made the material oh, is amazing music to my ears it's, yeah no you'll love it and my I have a business partner called Antonia Bronze who we, the brand is like named after mm -hmm. and me and my sister so it's the three of us we're all three Cypriot girls all of our grandparents worked in the rag, rag trade as well like when they like immigrated to oh, the UK really? so we have like a background in that and we in use a Cypriot textile factory industry. amazing yeah. so we launched it and then I wore like the blue bikini walking in and that bikini like sold out overnight it's crazy so, what how, did that almost how much of a given it like? is like when you go that much exposure it's crazy like even yeah. those like water bottles like suddenly there was like a Spike, spike in demand in, for wa those yeah. water bottles. For, for that, like, yeah. the name one, classic yeah. one. Yeah, it's like yeah. a sort of, it's almost a given, you know, yeah. when you go on that, that amount of exposure because millions and millions and millions of people watch, watch that. I yeah. wonder what else we could throw in there and it will just I mean, take yeah. off. It's annoying because I actually know one of the girls that's on the new season, but I didn't know she was going. And if I did, I would have just given her loads of bikinis today. Yeah. <laughs> you can still send her. No, no? you can't. You can't. Get a drone no to oh, that's them. annoying because yeah. when I did Celebs Go Dating, I was just Amazoning everything. Yeah, you have no contact out there. Like, you can't speak to anybody you know and also even before you Wait, go in the villa oh, you yes, don't of course because they take your phone yeah they take away. your phones yeah Wait. i was isolate like, you have to isolate as well like for like 
minimum two weeks before mm. you even go in the villa. So like with a chaperone in the middle of nowhere, like just <gasps> Where was, did you isolate? It was I always had like some bougie ass villa in the middle of like the, you know, Spanish countryside. It was great. And you're like, nice. you're so nice. you have to yes. go into the real villa. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Seriously. Stay here. I spent more time in the um in that yeah. villa than what, the with villa. one yeah. with one guardian. Yeah, with one guardian and my thank thankfully my chaperone Lucy, she was a sweetheart and we yeah. were doing really well. We were just training, but it was like a really um Two weeks is a lot, man. It is, it is, but it was kind of I really, really tried to, like, make the most of it because I was like, when in my life am I going to be somewhere where I'm on an... Like, I'm, this is not cost me a penny. I'm actually being paid to be here. Yeah. I have no phone. So I don't have that, like, oh, let me check my phone. I don't, I don't have any guilt because I get, like, it's, holiday guilt yeah, in yeah, a way yeah. that I'm, like, I need to still work, whereas I can't. So I Yeah, just, like, I get that, read. like, fuck, I need to create some content. Exactly. I need to post something. For sure. Yeah, 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 yeah. 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 I was taking videos outside. Outside, you know? yeah, we had yeah. a little photo shoot pre, yeah. pre-podcast. It was good. You love it. Yeah. But, yeah, that's the thing. So I was, like, guilt-free. I'm actually going to do something here that's going to be a nice boost and whatever. So sure. I, like I had prison. To, Make the most of it. Right, exactly. <laughs> and I was sunbathing. I was just sunbathing, reading. I had my guitar out there. So oh. I was just, like, writing. It's like a writer session. Freddie Mars does these all the time. Mm. I can remember every inch of that villa more than I can remember anything else because you know when you go on holiday you're still on your phone mm. you're still this whereas this place I was like trying to get my steps in because we couldn't even leave the villa so I'd be doing like laps of the, the land that we had like a wolf in a cage and I swear to god I know what all the trees look like what really? the driveway look like because it was just it had nothing else but it was, it was actually a really peaceful time that's, um, so that's not quite nice must have been quite traumatizing being uh, pushed into a villa full of yeah. uh, naked or greased up northerners right, there. There I no, mean so how, was, so how was that and how is the sort of the filming process Process and protocol of that because it's obviously I can imagine you know from our sort of reality TV experience it's yeah. not exactly as you see as you see yeah. um, no so you're filmed all the time um, but like you know like in the morning the boys will have their chats that you wake up and it'll be like everyone get up and I'm an early riser so every morning I'd be waking up like two hours before we were allowed to get up so I'd be lying there, like when are we gonna get up oh like, god um, so then you get up and then it's like the girls will go and have a chat and the boys will have a chat and then I mean look it's not you're not forced to do anything but you know there is there is guidance that you can take or not take i'm not good at taking guidance mm. uh, so i think that's maybe why i didn't last too long mm. because you know you i'm not gonna both. go and tell this guy that i want him to stick it on me when i don't mm. <laughs> do you know what i mean yeah, 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 yeah. stick but what on you whatever you, worry a you let your imagination that. run wild yeah. but yeah sticker? but it was do you know i actually had a really good time and i made some really amazing friends like i like um to, like, actually a bunch of the girls, but, like, Paige and Danica in particular. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, I never thought I'd be this... Me and Danica in there, we got along, but, like, she's literally, like, one of my really good friends now. She's such a supportive, That's lovely so girl. Nice. Like, and, yeah, and Gemma, Tasha, like, loads of the girls. Like, we, we have such a nice, like, friendship. And, yeah, I just met some cool people. And you shared a bond, a unique bond, yeah. which I think that you can... You'll, you'll, you'll have that to sort of look back on forever it's a sort of experience exactly. of how you met someone if I would have been you I would have just burst into song every chance I, I get were you singing okay well, great hey like you said copyright so you're not actually say we're all like sick because in you're the changing rooms stuff, and whatever no? yeah I did because the, when I got there like um the, the like the other islanders are like so supportive and they were like oh we want to hear your music so like I sang them a bunch of my stuff but they never aired it unfortunately unbelievable, uh, unbelievable. and I didn't even get to stay for the talent show which was a show what, what? Right? I know because I was I was, I was booted out by then but anyway it doesn't matter uh, like it wasn't meant to be but bummer. um 
we were always doing sing-alongs and stuff and they'd be like, Islanders are reminded not to sing commercial music yeah. because they can't hear it. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was, <laughs> it, it was, we were singing and doing all that all the time, but um, it was fun. And also like, like I said, from watching the show, it was really like surreal. Like before I was like, this is actually hilarious. Like I'm about to do the slow-mo walk yeah. into the villa. Like, and I wore like some big like stripper heels as well. Cause I was like, if I'm going to do it, you I'm might as well go full. Yeah. 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 How many times are you gonna walk like in a bikini in a pair of heels like oil? I was like, I'm just gonna with that fucking microphone always. (laughs) Oh god, that mic gets me every time. Honestly, so like, come on, it is 2023. I know. Why is there not smaller microphones? Surely they could just be a little mini one that you can put on you. They're so obnoxious. It's yeah, and if then at least do it like Britney and do like the full. Oh my god, yeah, right. It's a bizarre thing though with Love Island because when you watch it. It's you when you go onto it, you know what's going to happen. Yeah, yeah. So it's as true. you said, like you're like, oh, I'm going to do that walk that I've watched loads of times. Yeah. So it must have been be quite a strange feeling thinking like, yeah, okay, I'm going to go like beforehand. You must be like, like been thinking, yeah, I'm going to be like pretty famous after this. Do you ever think that? Because you get like half a million followers, like dark from over after. How many followers uh, did you gain? I on? gained. Um, so I, when I went into the villa, I had like twenty five thousand followers, and now I've got like seven hundred twenty thousand followers. Nice. But when I left the villa, because I was only there for a week, I only mm. had two hundred thousand, and then you're fuming. Uh, what to be shit? honest, I was it was I was in such a daze like when that all happened because it all happens really surreally, like at like six in the morning these recoupling has happened and then um, you get shipped off shipped off to this like quarantine villa for a few days honestly it's a bit traumatising and then you're just there and you're like what is going on but anyway and then so I ended up gaining another half a million followers in the weeks following Mm. because I think because I I did leave quite early I had a really nice reception from people and on the most part people were like oh my god we didn't want you to leave like you you left too early so that's quite a nice thing to leave with people wanting more as opposed to like you know so I think that's that's true yeah you didn't oversaturate exactly and and I think now as an artist and with what I'm doing, I like the fact that I was Antig- even if it's Antigone from Love Island for a while, it's just Antigone as opposed to Antigone and Jason or Antigone yes. and whatever. Like, you know, because I think there is a pressure on the couples. That like, is true. Couples, even mm. though like so many of them are like genuinely in love and it's like a really nice thing. Is it bad that for, for me, you're still going to be Antigone that beat up Miles? <laughs> oh, that's absolutely fine with me. Because <laughs> I loved that. The fa- when you <laughs> punched him from. and he's yeah, yeah. spitting out this like saliva blood oh, mix. So oh, that, that, that our listeners that are very confused. <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> why are they celebrating domestic violence? <laughs> Um, so uh, I actually remember uh, when Miles told me Miles like yeah I'm going to be in a music video and, yeah this was uh, way pre Love Island yeah like. this was ages ago and uh, anyway so Miles was in one of your music videos uh-huh. and you ha- you're boxing you're playing poker you're driving Ferraris <laughs> yeah it's, it's like, like a, a little you know that video just as well that video cost like Fifteen hundred pounds, like literally, yeah. like nothing. Like it was all what? because I just this. Is what I mean, hustling as we an have ind- to get independent a artist. <laughs> well, no, because the videographer <laughs> was like an upcoming director who's incredible called really? Eden Finds and and um sorry, not Eden Tan uh-huh. and um 
Yeah, that is his name. Sorry, and then... Um, <laughs> if that is his real name. <laughs> um, and he was a friend, so he was upcoming. So, like, you know, just said, like, minimum fee, let's do everything. And then the boxing gym, my little brother trains at that boxing gym. It was towards the end of lockdown. So I asked him, can I borrow it just for a few hours? Everyone who was in the video was just friends and whatever. The um, Miles was cheap, for sure. My, no, Miles literally, bled, like, <laughs> you know, he's so, so such a lovely... But I literally just DM'd him and was like, would you do this video? Don't really have a budget, but it's going to be fun. I'll give you four or five... You know, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'll beat the shit out of you, and there will be Nando's. Right? But I was like, you're gonna look good, and it's gonna be fun. And he was like, so honestly, such a sweetheart, and like stayed so late, and you know, I really appreciated that. He is a sweetheart. So, so lovely. And then, yeah, then the poker scene was literally done. Like in my living room, we just made it look cool. Like the 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 cars was like a family friend who had cool cars. Was Mm. like, can I borrow your cars? And he was like, yeah, but you're not allowed to drive them. So we like faked all of that. We just (laughs) sat in the cars and then like faked the drive. But yeah, so it was all done very like, right, how can we make this look like an expensive music video it but not spend much, any money? <laughs> I would have never expected right? that budget. Never. Yeah. No, yeah. You if, can't if get you miles actually... for 1500 quid these no. days. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. If you actually, like, tallied up what it would be, it was easily, like, a 15, 20 grand music video. In terms of- you know what's, what's yeah. interesting? So, um, so I did, remember that music video you oh. I did with Astrid? Yes. Yeah, so that was the same thing, just loads of favors and mm-hmm. people that sort of understand and appreciate where yeah, you are as a yeah. musician. But what's interesting is um, there are a lot of musicians that have huge budgets behind yeah. them and they do this and it just doesn't work. Mm-hmm. Like you can throw so much money in a music video and actually sometimes it's often much better if you're trying to sort of do it in the best possible way and trying to do it cost efficiently. Yeah. You know what I mean? For sure, for sure. And it's just that fine line and... My, my goal is always, I want to be in a position where there's this Ariana Grande lyric that's like, ain't no budget when I'm on the set. If I like it, that's what I get. Yeah. And that's the goal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, we want to get to that point. And also so that you can pay everyone properly. You know, yeah. I don't want to be trying to squeeze favours from people. I want to be able to be like, that's your fee, great. 
to yeah. Not, yeah. even have that and be able to do that. But in this upcoming grafting period, it's all about trying to just yeah, build but you relationships. Have a vision and, and you make it work and you improvise. Exactly. I mean, yeah. I come from a fashion background. That's exactly what you do yeah. as well. The whole time. So how, sure. do you, how was Miles picked? Was you just watching an episode and you're like, yep. Yeah, so he's cute. No. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, do you know did what? you, we, did you I just realized they made in Chelsea? Well, we followed each other on Instagram, I think from uh, like before, and then I was like trying to find Did he slide somebody. into your DM? Be honest. He, he actually didn't. He had Be honest. I can so yeah, imagine. Did you like flame after flame? You no, make nothing, out of them? no, we, we didn't. That no, was the payment. Genuinely. Okay. I had a boyfriend yeah. at the time okay. when we did the video anyway. and like I don't mind. Yeah, use Miles. Don't use me. It's cool. Oh, my ex would have rather died than been in a music video. So low key, has no social media or whatever. But like, you know, and he was like cool with me having like a guy in a video but like he was like obviously you're not going to be kissing this guy in your video and I was like yeah we can draw the like I'm not going to do that oh yeah. really um, he would have said no yeah the ironic thing is we broke up about four weeks after this video was shot so my director was oh, fuming fuck. he you was like I could have got my kiss at the totally end of the video. made out with him I know I would be fuming Miles is very upset about it yeah, he's yeah really I can it. imagine <laughs> still, you know, 2023 that, I, so I, ended up, I ended up dating the girl from my music video. No like, way. Yeah, like, Do you know, I was speaking to another artist recently who that happened. Oh, actually, should I say this for Yeah, you yeah, yeah. I, I shot a music video recently, mm-hmm. and um, the guy that was meant to be in the video, like the first person we like approached, my director sent me this guy, and he was really cute. Uh-huh. And then he couldn't do it because he was booked for another job out of London. And then anyway, we, and then when I posted the actual video, he replied to the thing, we like, oh, my replacement. And I was like, yeah. And so then we got talking and we ended up like going on a few dates. So no it's way. a very expensive way to start like dating, just ask people to be in music videos. Though, oh, it's yeah. a really Is that why you never to... asked me? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I've oh, never been in a I, video. I'm a little bit sad that you two aren't in love. We should have done a wicked. <laughs> we should have done wicked. Wicked game would be a, a good one. Well, it would have. Wouldn't, <laughs> would it, wouldn't it have been nice? <laughs> yeah. I have been begging him to be in a music video. Yes, I, I feel like the people would love it. Yeah, I feel the like people? you guys should do it. Should do a music video for wicked game. What? Well, it could be any game. Okay, well, I want to come so and watch anything. Can what? Or you yeah, two we could can collab. Use, we can use her friend. And then. Yeah. Whatever you want to do. If you want to beat me up, I'll be on there. Okay. Like, You're down. Play poker You're down. with me. I'll sit and pretend to drive. <laughs> but I realize maybe it's quite a good way to like, because I, I don't slide into guys' DMs, but actually, if I'm like sliding into terms like, hey, I need someone from music. Hey, it's it quite works. like good way to, way. you know. No, no, no. Get your sister, the social media manager, right. yeah. to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's it. Maybe that that's the it. way. But yeah. I so. think this is. I, next time I'll come. Okay, absolutely. Yes, yeah. We could do so like now, a call, nowadays, call, make them do all sorts of different tests. Different of things. Yeah. Oh, but my, my whole, in, you know how like the algorithm on Instagram works when you search something for like weeks after the video, my whole like explore page was just like men, like top, like good <laughs> looking modern men. This, you can be honest with no, that. No, seriously. Cause it's never normally like no, that. No, I, I actually promise. Right now, my whole Nobody feed is, is belly dancers because I was trying to find a belly dancing teacher. Yeah, and, um, you've done some belly dancing in your latest I'm video, start, no? Yeah, I've just started like going, having lessons. Almost I've got like one today actually. Um, pardon? It was kind of like Bollywood. Bollywood, yeah. I, I think no? it's more like Middle Eastern-y kind of than... But that's the thing. Belly dancing is like such a big thing across the whole of the Middle East, but also in Greek and Cypriot culture. Yeah, It's very huge. much part of it. Um, so I want to be able to bring that in more in my like stuff and my stuff, my um, visuals and whatever. So I was like trying for ages to find like a belly dancing teacher that like I was like, I want 
that vibe. Mm. So for ages, I was searching. Now my honestly, my whole Instagram feed is like belly dancers and Shakira. <laughs> yeah, and I'm like, this is this is cool. <laughs> I like it. I'm about it. Speaking of Shakira, um, have you have you seen her her battle with Piqué with, right oh, yeah, now? Yeah, I've seen I kind that. of love oh, that. Would I you do it. that with your with an ex boyfriend? Um, Would I send so, fire shots? Oh my god! I know Hello, Freddie Mouse. Oh, this the, one has lived under a rock so for the last month. Wait, Piqué. Who's that? A footballer. footballer yeah. Okay, fine. But they were together for like years and years. Yeah. And they have kids together and stuff. And then they broke up last he year. He cheated on her. Yeah. Okay. With a he young... cheated on her. He cheated on her. <laughs> As you men all do. You fucking <laughs> men. With a 22-year-old. Shakira is in her early 40s. Something like, like that. She's fire. She's just yeah, she's... she's fucking fire. And um, so basically she has written a diss revenge... Track. Yeah, yeah, diss track. Yeah. Revenge song. And what did she I say? Like it. how... Uh, he exchanged a Ferrari for a Twiga. Yeah, now he Rolex bought a fucking a Casio, Twiga. Like yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that, like. He now has a has a new collab with Casio. Like it's all kind of like ping ponging off Look each other. The pop culture. I know. I know. He's right a footballer, Freddie. I'd never thought no. I'd hear PK. that. Piquet. Yeah. Piquet. Yeah. But, yeah. but yeah, I don't know. Would I do it? Well, my actual ex-boyfriend is really lovely. So like, I've never had to write any bad things about him. But I've definitely there's written, still you know hope for the future oh, though. So. Don't worry. In my in my in my couple of years of being single, I've been I've seen it. So I've honestly the best thing about being an artist, like you'll know this as well, is like whenever some sort of fuckery happens, it's a great song. Yeah. So like you know, I had a situation recently. And I got two great songs. So I'm like, you know what? I was Thank really you. sad about that, but these songs are lit. Yeah. So yes. I don't care. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, okay. One of my favorite songs that I wrote is a song called Over. It's not out yet, but I love this song so much. Like, I just love it. And it came from a situation that really upset me, mm. but it makes me so happy that I have this like beautiful Can you tell thing. us a little bit more about that? I mean, in a nutshell, it was just someone that I was seeing and then I just just kind of let me down. You know, when you're just like, the lyric in it is like, you just, you let me down. You didn't need to move like that. Mm. You just kind of moved like a bit of an arsehole in the mm-hmm. end. And it was like, you just didn't need to do all of that. Yeah. And the song's all about like, now it's over. Like I'm thinking it over and yeah, I'll, I'll show you. I'll show you. When you first started, as, cause as I said at the beginning, your voice is unique. When you first started singing, did you want to try and sing like the sort of, have that mainstream sound? And were you going for that and kind of, thinking, oh, because I always wanted to have a much higher voice. Right. Because most pop singers is like super, Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And I was always trying to sort of sing like songs in the Because your voice key. is almost quite classical. Yeah, it is. So yeah. I, I've class, I'm classically trained. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, so I was always trying to get that sort of like main like tenor voice, which I right. just don't have. And now I love my voice and I'm very like, I know where it's good. But I was always trying to make, like just try and sound like someone Should else. Did right. you have that same thing when you were trying to sing like the sort of more classic? Like Britney. Sort of high, yeah, exactly. I think when I was a kid, like I, you know, all the like musical theatre things, I could never have done that because I didn't have that range for that kind of thing. And like, even in my like, primary school, like year six play, we did Annie. And obviously, like, I wanted to be Annie, but I was casted as Miss Hannigan yeah. <laughs> because, like, I had the more like grown voice. But I never, I, I always liked the fact that people said my voice was unique. So I, I think I always like, liked that and, and ran with it. Um, but because, yeah, I never wanted to make. Cu- left of center type of music like I love pop but pop is everything Adele's Mm. pop Drake's pop Mm. I just wanted to make music that is accessible to as many people and that feels like me so 
Yeah, Haven't I don't you know. You just sung, uh, sung Wicked Game as well. No, Careless Whisper. Um, Careless Whisper. Yeah, yes. yeah. Just did a cover of that with. Um, but we had like a bazooki playing the iconic um, sax line. I can um, see you singing something like Black Velvet. Like that Black is Velvet that. Yeah. Oh, so good. I lo- I live for rock. So yeah, Freddie okay. Mouse and me don't always see eye to eye because he's rock. very. Yeah. George Michael's actually my favorite singer. Of all really, time. Yeah, uh, by far. Big up the Cypriots. Yeah, I, I, think I told you earlier. My granddad's name is. Um, George Michael. He's George Osmichael. Georgios Michaelis. He as well, uh, in an interview, was basically saying that from such a young age, he knew he was going to be this artist, world, yeah. su- not even an artist, yeah. world superstar. Yeah. Like he, there's like interviews where he just said he always knew that, and he said he was just going to look after his family, mm-hmm. and like yeah, his voice. Some I cover people quite know a few on like a spiritual level as well. Yeah. yeah. I can see you doing like a giant summer hit with like you know that like did in. And then dun, 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 the, dun, 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 that one. Do you know that kind of Greek? But yeah, yeah. for sure, like milk it and Mykonos. Absolutely, milk Mykonos. Well, we've a, I've actually done a it. song with Splurge Boys. Do you know Splurge Boys? No. Like, they sound promising. Artists, they're wicked. <laughs> and um, we, it started off just like a bit of fun, but we've done like a a kind of remix of Zorba the Greek. Yeah, which that is. is, is I was gonna say, is it Zohan? Zorba the Greek. Zodak, Zadok. So we've actually sampled that and done a song. Have you? Yeah. Oh, and we literally. Being it's so called fucking clever. The yeah. song, no, this is actually really. The synergy is great. The song is called "Don't Take the Mykonos." Ah, <laughs> um, but it's just a, love it. But I think That's it's one great. of those songs. It's a bit tongue in cheek, so it would have to come out at the right time. So I'm like, obviously summer. You know, figure, yeah. But it's yeah. that sort of welcome to Saint Tropez kind of of Mykonos. It's actually not. The song is about a guy that's like taking the piss a little bit, and you're just like, don't try coming back now. That you're pissed off because oh. I'm I'm over it. So that's where the kind of don't take the Mykonos thing comes boy. in. Oh, okay, okay. Um, do you know what? No, it wasn't about a Greek boy actually, but it definitely there probably was a boy involved. I think we somewhere. can make something something happen there because um, I actually have kind of like a, um, a how do you call it satirist satirical satirist satirist Anyway, um, so Slutty Snake is one of my favorite accounts on Instagram. Okay. And since my friend is it. like... Uh, he, super Snake. Yeah, it's, it's super called... Snake. Yeah, Super Snake it's called now. It used to be it. Super Slutty Snake. Now he reduced it to, to super, super Snake. Because he kept yeah. getting cancelled. Oh. And yeah. uh, But his name is Andreas Metaxas. Okay. And he's... Is he Greek? He okay. is yeah. Greek. He's yeah. behind his family, the Metaxa. I was going to say, yeah. is it Metaxa? Yeah. Okay, right. Nice outing. And yeah. anyway... You just said... His name is Andreas Metaxa. I mean, you know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. And, uh, but he does a lot of uh, satire, you know, with... Um, Greek ins- fuckboys. Greek fuckboys, Tulum okay. fuckboys, Swedish coke fuckboys. But the Greek ones, because he is Greek, is yeah, obviously yeah, uh, like hilarious. his best. I think I can see a merge I'm gonna, you happening. You have to, you have yeah, to hook yeah, me yeah, up. Yeah. That would be great. I'll Magoo that later for Thanks. you. Yeah. Thank you. Nice. No, that sounds good. Mm. I feel like... I need to come to Mykonos with you. I feel like you have a good time oh, in Mykonos. Oh, yes, I, I would have a great time. But the thing is, I feel like Mykonos, I I went for the first time, you know, and that's like with everyone. So, oh, you know, the good old days. It's changed, mean, yeah. It has changed. But what? Back in the 80s. But do you know what it is? It's just, you know when there's like those key great in the 80s? In the 80s, has. there was nothing except like again? a goat and a rock. You know when somewhere like opens up, I don't even know if there's a bag of tell in Mykonos, but do you know what I mean? Like, it's yeah, like, when it gets so commercialized. When it that, that it's like, fucking Dubai everywhere. Yeah, and you have to be, it's only a certain level of like wealth that can be there that you lose certain amount of Mykonos is like that now. Yeah, yeah it's totally like 
don't like yeah. it at all. Yeah, I went last summer and we had a great time because it's beautiful. But actually, a lot of the other Greek islands are a little bit so many more. And I, I want to yeah. go to Lesbos and see okay. if it's Milos, really true. I want to do Milos Take me. properly. <laughs> yeah. 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 Milos, Antiparos. Yeah, they're so beautiful. These islands. I yes. like, d- did a few of the islands for the first time this summer, and it's like I want to spend more time there. But why I don't we all do a video there? Let's just do let's it do in it. the summer. Yeah, you should do a little writing camp before mm-hmm. write the song. I'm obviously the muse. The muse, you know, absolutely. So have you been the, to Athens? No. Never. Oh no, Athens is like in the, from like November till like March, I think, because then everyone leaves and goes to the mm. islands. But like in that period, it's like I've checked one out of the, the four seasons cities. there though. It looks amazing. Yeah, I mean Athens is like genuinely one of my favorite places yeah. in the world. Like I was like on the cards to do the Eurovision for Greece and it didn't work out in the end, which oh sucks. Oh my God. And I, one of the reasons I was even more sad was because I would have just been living like half and half in London and Athens. So you would have done it for Greece? For Greece, yeah. But it didn't, it didn't work out, unfortunately. But next year. Yeah. Yeah, Maybe next year. That. I would love to do it for Cyprus or Greece. Like it would yes. be amazing. Um, and honestly, like it's one of those things that a lot of the artists that have done it They went for it a few times before it happened. Yeah. Um, Eleni Fudela is this incredible artist in Greece, and she went up for the Eurovision like four times before she got it. So I, I know it's one of those things that I know it's. I know I'm going to do it one day. I mean, could so. you not like, you know, uh, basically when when you're trying to apply for for Eurovision, yeah. can you not apply at the same time for Greece, Cyprus, so kind and, of, and the UK? Yeah, do you just, know what? So like one of them, to just get one of them work in, out, Yeah, right? I mean, it's a lot of politics and you know whatever in, what, like in, Miss Universe like I don't, just in terms of how the decision gets made on who goes mm. but um, anyway like it, who do I, you have to blow to get on there <laughs> right <laughs> <laughs> I wonder well, with the guy last advice, year. <laughs> my, my advice is so on that note. What, so <laughs> on that note, what sort of advice? I'm sorry, Antigone. What sort of advice would you give to I don't know anyone that's listening to this that's you know trying to sort of make it in the music career? In music. I mean, not that I'm I'm not where I want to be yet, but no one ever is. By no the way. one ever is. True. It's true. I just think it's like consistency and just. Also, having slightly delusional like belief in yourself, because when like you mentioned about like George Michael knowing that he was going to be a superstar, if you look at people like, do you know Russ, American Russ? Mm-hmm. Not, you know, like he, this guy, like literally dropped a song on SoundCloud every week and was like, I'm the best in the world until he became this phenomenon. And like things like that are inspiring. I think it's just like consistency and practicing your craft and doing. I did the circuit of like live sitting in pubs like with drunk people asleep in front of me and really? I think in this generation now people blow up on TikTok and they've never played a live show in their life yeah. which is fair enough because the nature of the world is different but then you put these people on a stage and someone's talking in the background and it throws them yeah. whereas like you know you've got to do open mics play in every room you can get heard in like do the gigs that you don't want to do you're not going to get paid for them but like just it's, it's just doing that thing to like get those hours in and, and then when you do end up on these bigger stages you're kind of ready for it 100%. I I did um so when I first started doing Made in Chelsea, uh then afterwards I was like, right, actually I really need to sort of get up my performance experience because yeah. before that I just did I did, you know, I've been doing I played the violin, piano, I've done great, so I performed right. all my life. That's crazy. You play the violin as well. Yeah. That's amazing. And if you before Made in Chelsea was music what you were Yeah, pursuing. so I studied I studied music at Bristol. Oh, I, I started on the violin. My parents started me on the violin when I was like six. Then sick. I was in choirs. Uh, yeah, so I yeah, yeah. I did all of that. And then when I started doing MIC 
um, afterwards, I kind of wanted to, it, it gave me this, like, being very honest, it gave me this sort of, like, entitlement. Right. But actually, because I was working at that, and I was sort of, uh, I was known for MIC, but I wasn't really known as a musician. Musician, yeah. So one was much higher than the other, so I was, but then I didn't have what it took to sort of, like, sell out, like, a big thing. Right. So I, I just started doing loads and loads of open mics. Yeah. As well. And that was initially, because people would recognize me, like, oh, why are you, why are you here? Right, yeah. But actually, I was just getting up my sort of performance, and I would do, like, maybe five a week and do what they, like jams you ever done right, jam yeah, nights yeah, yeah. yeah like oh, one at so Troy Bar which yeah, is like yeah Troy Bar used to do that with Ronnie Scott does a really cool one too yeah so that, I did that one oh, that's um, cool. mm-hmm. I did no that was just at like a sort of yeah private jam night and the guys with like Pink Floyd were there Natalie and wow. Bruno yeah that was really cool can I come next time you, that for sure fun. you can that was actually in Jimi Hendrix's old house oh as my well. god I what? did a gig there once yeah. actually the fuck Fred Jimi Hendrix Museum I did a sofa sound show there Really? Yeah. So wow. far, so great. Yeah, they're really cool. They're really cool gigs. Um, but Jimmy yeah. Page is my neighbor. Maybe we can just knock on his when door. When are you going to doorstep him? Right? <laughs> Hi, Jimmy. Yeah. Would you like some coffee? Yeah. <laughs> I just want to give you a welcoming gift. I know you've been Hi. here for two years. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. I've lived here for four years. years. Blueberry muffin. Happy, happy New Year. You're way in there. <laughs> blessings for 2023, you <laughs> do know? It, do it. I would uh, love to. But you know, it's interesting that you say that because I think that, and that's the thing about when you use or when you have another platform that in some ways you're recognized, in a way, it makes it kind of harder to then do the grafting thing because you feel like people are judging you. Yeah. Whereas if you're just somebody that nobody knows and you're just doing an open mic, they yeah. just judge you based on your talent. Whereas you're almost received sure. with a bit of a, oh, all right, let's see what you can do. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And I and I don't have an ego when it comes to music. Like I'll sing to the postman. I'll sing, you know, to what well, like my mum always said to me, We'll support you in what you want to do, but if you need to sing at a drop of a hat, you better do it. Like, you know what I mean? <laughs> right. So it's a hard ass career to go after, so you need to be like that. So you know, when I, like, came off Love Island, I was like, I'm not going to have any delusions of grandeur. Like, oh, okay, now people know who I am, so I'm not going to do, you know, I'm still, I want to do support slots. I'm supporting an artist called um, Morgan in a couple of weeks who's mm-hmm. incredible. She was actually on um, Britain's Got Talent years ago, and then she's been, like, Rudimental's um, vocalist for a while. Mm. And it's like, she's an amazing artist, and it's like, I'm not going to be like, oh, I'm too cool to do a support slot. Mm. No, I'd love to do support slots and play to different audiences. And in a way, there's a little bit of a challenge that can either be daunting or you use it as fuel to be like All right, a lot of these people in the room are going to think oh that's Antigone from Love Island let's see if she's actually good but I know when I leave the stage they'll be like oh, yeah. cool. she's it's actually it's good it's, it, that's the sort of reality TV sort of almost the like crux. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly because you know you can't now just go and and just do anything and not be watched for it yeah. you're going to be if, you're, if you do something and it fails you're doing it in in the public eye, and that's hard. Yeah. But even with the Eurovision, it was all in the press that like I was going up for it, and and I and it because it was in the press in Greece, they picked it up over here, and I was like, oh god, so now if I don't get it, like everyone's gonna know. But then I was like, you know what? I'm not gonna feel embarrassed that I no. went for something I wanted and it didn't work out because that's just like part of the process. I think know? that makes you so much more charismatic as well, and also people want to see a success story, right. you know, and and that just makes you much more relatable. It's sure. it's the hundred percent. It's that ego which is just which is actually working against us the whole time yeah. thinking like we're looking after ourselves you can't, yeah. you can't possibly so I, I wasn't initially taking gigs because they would pay so little Oh yeah. yeah and then yeah. I ended up doing everything yeah. and actually it was the best thing because often a byproduct of the best singers in the world is they have nothing and mm-hmm. they just they need to sing 10 times a day everywhere right. and as a result of that they're the best performers they're singing exactly. on broken microphones with you know you know, sort of room full of people that hate yeah. them, that don't want to yeah. listen to them. Mm. And then when actually you start singing on good equipment, yeah. 
it's the best and thing. And in good to an audience that actually wants to hear it. Like, it's like, it's character building and it's like, it makes your performance so much better. And also, you trial and error things. Like, I used to do a residency in a restaurant and it's like, I would, no one's listening to me because they're eating their food and having their conversations. But that was a perfect time for me to try things out mm. and be like, okay, that worked, that didn't. Oh, when I did that, everyone kind of stopped Change up the lyrics, listen. like smack and my bitch up. Yeah, it's right, exactly. You know, start, start doing <laughs> some, you know. <laughs> <laughs> but you know what I mean it's like that thing where you just like you trial and error and you get to do it because yeah. I think with this internet generation there's a lot less like of people doing that because they can just do it all online it's so true and actually what your what your mum said is is so uh, so bang on because that is, I feel like, one of the most important things as a musician is, yeah, you can sing, but can you can you sing now? Can you sing right now? Yeah, exactly. And can exactly. you stand up in front of people and do that? Because that's the next level of sort of performance ship. 100%. And there's the, the, I actually was just in Dubai and I got asked to sing randomly at a party. No warm before. I'd be like, oh, you know, I'm really tired. I'm yeah, not yeah. warmed up or anything like this. But then if you can just deliver... Yeah. There and then, it's so much more powerful than just being like a, an amazing sort of TikTok For scene. Sure. And he and belted out Wicked Game at my sister's wedding with oh, no warm-up whatsoever. See, that's Italians not an easy song. And, yeah. It's just amazing. No, and that's the thing. That's, in, in Greek culture, that's very much the way as well. Like, you know, if I'm in Cyprus now and there's yeah. like a, someone on the mic and whatever in a, in a taverna, they'll always be like, come up and do a song with us once they, they know me or whatever or if we've been going there for years. But that's something that I've learned so much from Greek musicians. Mm. So there's this culture in Athens that is like nothing else in the world. Like you guys would love it. So you see how like artists in Vegas would do a residency. Yes. Um, and it's like, you know, every weekend you'll be able to see Cher or whatever. In Greece and in, in Athens, the biggest artists in the country do that every winter for a season. So the equivalent of like Ed Sheeran and Adele in Greece, mm. every Friday night and every Saturday night have a residency in a club. It's called Buzukia, is the style of the club. And these guys will be singing from, so the support, one of my friends is doing the support act at the moment. She goes on at 12.30, the support act. Mm. And then the headline artist comes on about 1, 1.30 and they are singing till six in the morning. Genuinely, they might have a half an hour break in the middle and they are just singing for hours and they get wow. involved with everyone and everyone's throwing flowers and like, you know, like the equivalent of like- Not buying, just napkins. These flowers cost like 100 pounds to throw on the stage. <laughs> like, it's yeah. insane. And it's like, but the, their vocal stamina because of that yeah. is like nothing you've ever seen. It's mm. like unbelievable. And these guys, they'll be on the stage smoking a fag oh, and then that. singing. And, and it's just, the whole culture of it is like unbelievable. I love so it. much fun. and. Yeah, something that was like a lot of like artists in the UK and other territories don't have that vocal stamina at all. But mm. these guys, yeah. they do it in their sleep. Like, I feel it like made a lot of wanna... people don't have any stamina in the UK. Right. Yeah, exactly. um, but <laughs> right, <laughs> listeners. On that note, <laughs> <laughs> listen. But you're obviously very spiritual and a massive dreamer. Mm -hmm. um, what is your dream venue or dream con or dream festival you okay. would like to perform at? My dream venue is the. Um, the under, no, the amphitheater under the Acropolis. Oh, yeah, like, oh that yes. is like my dream venue to play. And like Great. to get permission to play there, you have to have a little bit of you know weight. So yeah, that's my dream venue. But like, obviously, just to sell out the O2 Arena would mm. be every time I go. That's to a where show we met. There, did you? Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you, that was oh. like yes. Oh, right, right, right. 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 You know, by, by the way, my phone does this thing now where it just. 
I was it just telling on the time. Story. Sorry, and I just thought it was like twelve fifteen. I saw. Right. I keep on yeah, seeing twelve saw, twelve. Like, we've got loads of time, and then suddenly I realized because we've been. I thought it was because like, I looked at your at your yeah. phone about six times. I'm like, surely it should have. I thought it was twelve twelve. It's like twelve twelve again. People yeah. make a wish. <laughs> For fuck's sake. So you guys met at the O2. <laughs> we met at the O2 at my favorite German metal band's uh, concert, Ra- Rammstein. Huh? So you didn't like rock? He makes an exception for German metal. Right. Rammstein, yeah, Rammstein is like very performance. But yeah, ultimately, right. would I ever li- listen to Rammstein? Yes, yes. I would. Yes, I would. I love Rammstein. I, I love it. Yeah. Is Nothing is so uplifting as a bit of Rammstein. The best thing about that was the pyrotechnics. That was amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so like they, they had this massive, mass. every single time they like smashed a chord. Yeah. They basically set themselves right the and the, the entire front row on oh fire I love that they, love they also they used in the 90s they used to pee on the front row and oh. girls would like yeah that's, that's why mean, you wanted to sit at the front right box tickets oh, for f- damn it <laughs> I just saw the 1975 and they had like a whole almost like theatre production and it was like they were, the whole setup was like a house so yeah. they all came in and like turned the lights on and then there was this whole like theatre story narrative going on throughout and then they had a surprise guest that someone knocked at the door opened the door with Taylor Swift and it was just oh. it was just crazy and I was like I can't wait to be in a position where I can deco- like design a stage mm. the way that I wanted to and have like this like ancient mythological like backdropping and all of this kind of stuff. Like, Amazing. Yeah. But you're also a fashion designer, so you can literally like include all exactly. of I love that because you're creating your whole little You have the little barcode thing. you scan and you go straight to the website. <laughs> bikinis, yeah. There you go. Yeah. Well, it's like you said the belly oh. thing's quite funny because I get like dragged on the internet like, does this girl never get cold? Like she's always got her belly out and I'm like, and then she always wears the same thing and I'm Not like, if you yeah. shake it like I do, bitch. Exactly. And yeah. <laughs> right, and now everybody like will wear something, and some people will be like, "Oh, this this outfit's like giving Antigone," but they'll be saying it in a negative way. But I'm like, "You see what I did there?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now you see an good. outfit like that, and you're relating it to me. So. Yeah. The joke's on you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you are an adjective now. Well done. Right. <laughs> I love it. What? Nothing. I'm Adverb. Just I'm listening. I'm just listening to you. Okay. So, okay, one last question I'd like to ask about, uh, and it's yeah, back to a singing thing. How do we get your hair? Oh. How do we get your hair? Loads and loads of oil. Exactly. Is that I, your yeah, natural curl, or do you yeah. have this mermaid crimp situation? No, thing? this is my natural curls, but oh. I just like scrunch it and put loads and loads of serum oh, in it. That's, that's exactly the mermaid wave I want, Freddie Mouse. This is the green Train it. You have Train beautiful it. hair, though. Yeah. Thank you. It's almost all of mine. Almost all of mine. Mm. I've got a little help it's very from... Uh, I know. I've, I've got this... Um, sometimes I clip it in and sometimes I don't. Mm-hmm. This little hair clip from uh, with Slavic hair extensions. Mm, this beautiful. one is called Anastasia. <laughs> She's okay. I do name them. My, okay, so my <laughs> two last questions question. I want to ask. Firstly, like, so now you must have so many opportunities coming to you because of the Love Island thing, but I feel like you're the same as me, whereas music is the thing yeah. that absolutely speaks mm-hmm. to you and that's what you want to do forever. So how are you managing... Because when you do Love Island, there is no shortage of opportunities that come to you to do other TV shows, to talk, to do like very time consuming Mm -hmm. sort of products. So how are you sort of navigating that and always bringing it back to To music? Well, honestly, it's because I just always it was always like, right, I'm going to do this and let's see where it goes. But music was always the focus. So I just came straight off it and went straight back into the music thing. And then when opportunities come, I just figure out whether they make sense. And like for me, like I just did something with Bose and I want to do stuff like stuff with other music kind of branding things and I'm very into fitness and whatever so everything that I'm doing I'm just trying to make sure it ties into like my schedule and lifestyle with music but to be honest it did all become a little bit overwhelming like from that point up until the end of this year and when I came into this new year like 
like not to get all like emotional but like the end of last year I actually just felt so I felt on the floor because mm. I was like what am I doing so I kind of came into this year like right I'm getting my routine up I'm getting this I'm doing this much music a week in terms of going to the studio and I'm managing my finances and I'm managing my time and it's it's taken a little bit of discipline and organization to get that yeah I have a management team who are amazing mm. their music management I'm trying to like do more branding stuff like for the financial side of things but I want to make sure that everything I do goes hand in hand with me being an artist and like the life that I'm living as opposed to like randomly doing everything and anything yeah. just to get a little bit of extra cash. Mm. But it's hard to say no sometimes when something comes along that is like a big paycheck and you're like... Oh, trust I don't me, really I've done like... a vibrator ad, so I've That doesn't seem that on brand. That doesn't seem that on brand. That is true. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I know what you're Even saying. Even our team so was laughing. Yeah. <laughs> right? Exactly. It's just finding balance, really. Yeah. And um, mm. yeah, trying to just be disciplined with that. Um, yeah, basically. And last thing, okay, when's your next show? So I'm not, well, I'm doing a support slot 21st of February um, with Morgan at the Amira, so you can get tickets for that. But I, I, I'm i going to have another uh, headline show. It's not confirmed yet, but I'm looking at March. So hopefully March and cool. I would love we'll you guys to come. So, yes, we're yeah. going to be there. Front and then also... Uh, yeah, pissing I, on the front row. Though, yeah, so. Sorry, sorry to disappoint. <laughs> Ramstein. Sorry to disappoint. I was disappointed again. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, unfortunately. <laughs> there might be tequila. There might be tequila. But yeah, like, she she loves know. that. She's happy. Yeah. yeah, yeah, I love it. Also, I cannot wait for our summer hit in Mykonos. Oh, my God, absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Dancing um, on the tables. Exactly. You like smashing plates. I'm not so into the smashing yeah. plates thing. Oh, no, so much you fun. loved it on my birthday. I Remember put, I put we... on the face. But why? It's so fun. I, because so I've done it a few times. Where did you go to smash plates? Elise. Elise. Yeah, obviously. What's the famous Greek restaurant in Cockfosters? The really good one. Oh, there's a few. Yeah, that's all. Is that a real Greek place? Yeah. Okay. I'm trying to think where you would mean, like Desiree. Desiree. Yeah, yeah, Desiree's yeah exactly. Yeah, there's some. Really there's good. some really good ones. There's Uncle Tony's Taverna, which is in Finchley, which is like amazing food. And there's a place called Nissi as well. And obviously the Real Greek. Mm. My mum designs all the menus at the Real Greek restaurants. Really? So wow. No, I love the Real Greek. Yeah. You don't I've know never been, but okay, it looks well, we'll amazing. To, we'll I, I to want to see it. Yes, yes, let's do it. Pre-Mykonos, we'll do a really I also one. smash plates like a pro. Like, I take the at whole stage. Oh, you take the second do all of that? I love that. Exactly. Well, okay, on that note, as I said, I thought we've been speaking for, I know, it feels like 20 minutes, but yeah, thank you so much for thank coming you. on. Thanks been for amazing. Me. Thank you so much. Antigone, check her out. This podcast is part of the Acast Creator Network.